Welcome to Drinks at Work from Boothby with Sam Bygrave. That is me. It's a new year, which means that the next installment of World Class Australia is about to get underway. I think it's fair to call it the most influential cocktail competition going around at the moment, and the experience of entering and potentially making the top 100 can help grow one's career behind the bar and in hospitality more broadly. So I'm talking today to Diageo Trade Advocacy Manager and Australian World Class Ambassador Kate McGraw, along with Eduardo Conde, who is last year's World Class Australia winner, and the guy running El Primo Sanchez in Sydney. We talk about the experience of going to the World Class Global Finals and what that's like, get an idea of what is different about this year's World Class Australia competition, and why attending the Diageo Bar Academy Roadshow with Kate, Eduardo, and former global winner Orlando Marzo will be both beneficial for your career and essential to getting the most out of world class this year. This is a sponsored episode of Drinks at Work, and that sponsor is World Class Australia. But there's a lot to be had from this conversation, whether you're wanting to enter this year or just wanting to broaden your skills and experience more broadly. But if you are wanting to enter World Class Australia this year, and I'd encourage you to do so, the Diageo Bar Academy Roadshow kicks off next week on Monday, the 29th of January in Sydney, Tuesday 30th in Brisbane, in Melbourne on Monday the 5th of February, on the 6th in Perth, and on the 6th there will also be a live stream as well. But first you want to enter your details to register for the Diageo Bar Academy newsletter. You can do that at the link in the podcast notes here or in the story on boothby.com.au. And you might want to give Kate a follow on Instagram at katelikescocktails, it's the handle, to help you be ready for when the first challenge is announced on February 12th. Let's get into it now. Here's my chat with Kate McGraw and Eduardo Conde. Kate, Eduardo, thanks for joining me on Drinks of Work. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks cool. for having us. We should probably start talking now, should we? I guess so, yeah. Okay, so we're talking today because uh, World Class is back for another year. It's sort of beginning now. Yes. Uh, there's a new way to enter World Class this year, but I think we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk a bit about uh, maybe how it felt <laughs> going through the whole thing last year and coming out on top as the winner and then going overseas to represent the country. For those, the rare few people who don't know what world class is, <laughs> just briefly, what is world class? There's people out there that don't know what world class is. Um, wow. Hey, people come uh, in the industry every year. So no. yeah, we've got a fresh batch of recruits. No, and listen, it's it, it's really exciting for me to be out in trade at the moment a lot, um, meeting the next generation of bartenders who don't know what world class is, which yeah. I think is, is really, really special. Yeah. Um, so listen, in a, in a sentence, uh, world class, it's the world's biggest bartending competition, uh, really where we're testing the, the entire breadth and range of a bartender skill set. Mm. Um, so it is everything from, yes, cocktail creation, it's a big part of it, but also uh, hospitality, also, you know, how to talk to people, also, you know, those inherent sort of skills. Yeah. It, it all gets tested a- across the board. Um, and this year we have a really uh, a strong focus on education here in Australia, uh, which is new and it's exciting for us and it means yeah. that, yeah, we can uh, get all of these new bartenders excited uh, about it and hopefully help them to, to supercharge their careers. Fantastic. What is it about world-class year, this year that's different? Yeah. So for the first time this year uh, in 2024, we're actually teaming up with Diageo Bar Academy. Yeah. And what that means for us is that we can offer more education across the entire program, but also across the entire year okay. uh, than we ever have before. We've got more access to awesome people like Eduardo, uh, but also our brand ambassador team. We can do more training. We give more resource uh, and we give people a lot more time, which I think is, is so, so valuable. Right. I mean, we we're seeing across the industry as a whole that people are, are desperate. They're, you know, screaming out for more training, more training, more training. Yeah. And we're here to give it to them, uh, yeah. which is awesome. I want to touch on that in a second, but uh, maybe, Eduardo, can you tell us a little bit about the experience 
I mean, we I spoke to you after you won World Class last year, um, and that was that was great. We did a little video on that, which people should probably check out. I'll put that in the uh, podcast description notes. But what was it like going overseas to the global final? It was in Brazil, right? Yes. Yeah. It was pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone can prepare you yeah. um, for what you're gonna be doing over there. And like, I, I guess every year is different. Yeah. But saying that it's always good to. I guess, research and know what you're going to kind of face. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's the the last bit of it, right? Like, yeah. you do a lot of <laughs> things before. But it's it was an incredible experience. Like, I think it's it's worth the whole, the whole journey to get yeah. to that point. And then it just goes super fast. You don't realize. So and, how many yeah. other competitors from around the world were there? It was, it was like, 56 uh, Yeah, there ended up being 54 because there were a few visa issues right. uh, at the last hurdle, but 54 countries. 54 countries. So you have, you know, 54 bartenders from there, their uh, mm. associated brand ambassadors there yeah. or support crew going yeah. along. How many days was it over? I think it's like a week. Yeah, a week? They're about to week. Yeah. I mean, once you get to that global finals thing, it, it does, it all <laughs> happens really fast. Yeah. And, you know, Eduardo like weathered it like an absolute champ. But, you know, there's <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that people don't see. You know, there's um, like uh, the, the workspace inductions and then there's the... What do you, you mean know, a workspace induction? There's like <laughs> yeah. a, a bartender lounge where you do all your prep and, and stuff like that. You right. have to be inducted into that. Um, you know, there's, which, which is, you know, That's two great. hours, two hours <laughs> wow. of time. Yeah. There's, you know, like a, which a, is a whole of, operation just to get that part done. It, yeah. It's insane. Amazing. The, the scale, you know, we're lucky that we've, we kind of, I got to see it, how it works uh, on the back end in, in Sydney in mm. 2022, but yeah. you know, it's, it's just wild to, to watch yeah. it. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's <laughs> events where you're networking with, you know, some of the industry's best and brightest. Yeah. There's all this like education that happens at, 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 at national final, at global finals, I beg your pardon. Wow. You know, like there's a there's a lot that happens outside of the actual competition itself that mm. is such a big part of it. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you really realize that it's happening until it's yeah. happening. I mean, I think <laughs> well, what was a typical day like? What, like what's, what, what time are you getting up in the morning? Kate messages at 6.30 saying, are you feeling okay? <laughs> Honestly, I think you barely sleep, to be honest. You're yeah. like anxious and you're thinking about everything. Do I have this ready? Yeah. Uh, but then you also try to like maintain calm and like, I guess a healthy environment. Mm. So like, yeah. you know, taking a shower, trying to exercise, going for breakfast early. Yeah, and that that's when people start getting relaxed. It's like, oh, everyone is on the same page. Right. Uh, but it's, it's it's I don't know. It's like going to the World Cup or the Olympic Games, and like everyone's getting prepared in in a way. Yeah. Um, and then there was days that you had like a little bit of free time. And yeah. You, you could like get to know everyone, and then for the most part of the of the competition, you have like a very strict routine or like, this is your schedule and this is what you're going to be doing. Right. So you know what time you need to be there, what you need to be doing. And it's up to you. You want to freak out or you want to go and do it. Um, you got two choices. You yeah. can either lose it. But, yeah. That's true. But it's, do you do a bit of both maybe? No, I, 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 think I, I probably did the freaking out on his behalf. I, I try to be pretty well behaved to be honest in that aspect, but I try to also check things that uh, I could uh, I couldn't see all the time mm. so there's like seminars and like um, these master classes that were uh, ongoing while the competition was someone else was competing or something mm. so if you had yeah. a chance to go and see that that was really cool yeah and yeah it was it was impressive how many people were involved and like it was great to see as well the community from Sao Paulo from Brazil coming together because obviously there's a lot of people that 
want to be there and they're happy to to be there and volunteer like yeah i'll come and do the drinks for this event and you can see how they're excited to be part of that yeah so it was, it's not only the people that compete or the ambassador it's also the the environment of where the the places or the competition is being held yeah and that's like really cool so you can see oh like brazil and like this is like you can feel there's an excitement the in the air. Yeah. yeah, that's I incredible. Want, I think the the great thing that you did at, at um, Global Finals, I'm just going to speak about you for a second. The great thing that you did at, at Global Finals was, yes, You're starting like to you, blush now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's getting really, really, really good at it. <laughs> no, but, you know, it is uh, absolutely, there's that competition aspect, which is, you know, the reason why, why you're there. And, and Eduardo showed up really amazingly um, globally. But equal part of that is it's such a huge opportunity to to grow your network and to expand yeah. mm. your horizons and i think you know had you not sort of gone out and had conversations with people and gone and met people and gone to you know seminars and stuff when you could yeah. you probably would have come back sure. uh, you know not not maybe feeling as fulfilled yeah. as i think you do yeah I'm I speaking think, for you but yeah. I, you no know. it is true i think you made out of the competition whatever you want to make out of yeah so but it'd be a waste to go there and not True. Try to Absolutely. extract every little bit from Absolutely. it, right? I mean, I guess how many everyone, times are you going to get to do that? Exactly. I guess everyone is different. Everyone has different personalities. And yeah. I mean, I guess it's important. I think everyone that makes it to that point, they're winners already. They're competitive. Yeah. So you know that. They've already right? won. Exactly. Yeah. You've yeah. already won. Correct. So. <laughs> but then it's important for you to remember that only one person of 56 competitors it's gonna is going win. to win. Yeah. And I think you can either be extremely focused just to be that your goal or right. you can like say okay i'll make the most of it and if that happens too great and i think that's my, that was my mindset that doesn't mean that not winning doesn't feel like it feels horrible but <laughs> it's there's like not always another opportunity and like you mm. see that after like it, it does hit you a little, a little bit when you don't make it to your goals but then you're like you know what I actually had a great time. I met a lot of people and yeah. it doesn't end up here. Yeah. And there's also a lot of things that could happen in the actual competition that they're out of your control that, you know, that it's, it happens, right? Well, you can perform really well and someone could just be that little bit, having that little bit better Absolutely. of a day, exactly. right? Yeah. And, and when you're at this kind of elite True. level, I think that's, nobody's making nothing, colossal mistakes. Yeah. You know, nobody's nobody's not doing well. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone so, appreciates the opportunity to be there. I'm sure, abs- and just going to put absolutely. everything into it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you know, even even for me, like I, I talk about these brands, and I, I'm so immersed in this world day in day out. But every time I go to world class, um, I learn something, if not ten trillion things. Have you know? seen it change over the years you've been doing it now? Yeah. Like, and the level lifting up. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Uh, I think you know if you looked at world class a few years ago, uh, there was a lot of stylistic similarities across the board. Yeah, I think the most exciting thing about it is that now it's becoming you know each country is bringing a really unique style and a really unique right. Know, so it might have just been that sort of hotel bartender style a few absolutely a few years back, and that was kind of across the board. Absolutely. So now. It's- bit more unique yeah and and it's you know specialized and the bartenders are, are more specialized as well like they have their right. niche and they're not you, that sort of old school like oh to be world class i have to you know button up and put my pocket square in <laughs> yeah for some people that's awesome and, and they feel comfortable doing that well that's, that's some people's personality that's some people's and that's great mm. and you know those people excel really well doing what they love but on the flip side of that there's you know other bartenders um, that excel, you know, presenting in a different way. And, who, was, and I, who was the wildest last year? The wildest. Ooh. Uh, I think, 
outside of Eduardo. I don't most, know why. That's why I want, <laughs> the one I want to know. <laughs> the, probably the most fun that I had watching uh, was um, the guy from uh, Estonia, um, Eric. Oh, uh, his yeah. his singleton round was really really fun to watch. Yeah, right. Um, so that that was probably the most fun that I had. What did what did he do that that made it so fun to watch? He was just a big personality right. and he's quite a tall man as well. So when you see quite a tall man being as animated and as engaged and, yeah. you know, he had like a, a like this tinfoil sculpture and so it was just what, like it was just nuts. Right. Um, he ended up winning the challenge. The challenge. Okay. Um, and, it, you know, just sort of seeing like his full personality shine through, I think yeah. is like, is pretty awesome. You know? That's great. It's pretty awesome. And what was your favourite challenge to do? What was the one that was most rewarding and that you that you felt like you really, you know, acquit, acquitted yourself well? Yeah, I really liked the single singleton challenge actually. Yeah, it was funny because for me when you when I was preparing for that challenge, I was like, mm, this is not my type of challenge. This is hard. Yeah. But then eventually you, I guess you find a way to adapt it to your own, I guess, brand and like the way you want to present yourself. Yeah. And I end up loving it. Okay. And it was really cool. I think like it was the last one as well. So I was like, I'm just gonna have fun. It's the last one. Mm. And I had like I was lucky that my judges for that one was Orlando and Benja. So I was like, I'm <laughs> yeah. just gonna make That's... fun of these guys too. Like involves sort of like a, a funny part of my storytelling as that, well. Sorry, just quickly, that was Orlando Mazzo, former global winner. Right. Uh, who'll be doing some of these talks as well. He and will. and that is that Benji from uh, Licatoria. How do I say it? Licatoria? Yeah, I'm doing it all. <laughs> it sounds so much better when he says I need, it. Well, I need a coffee. And then <laughs> I, get, I get way more Spanish. Than <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was really cool. I enjoyed that one a lot. I think yeah. most of the challenges are were pretty good. I mean, you end up leaving, and I think that's the thing. Like, you you can see from my competitors, you finish a, a challenge, you're like, oh, I missed this. So I forgot <laughs> to say that. It's like, it happens to everyone. But yeah. They don't, like, Judges don't know what you miss or not, so yeah. I think it's it's in the end you're like I did a good job. So yeah. Well, whenever I've judged cocktail comps, you know when people get shaky hands. Yep. Everyone gets it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like I always tell people, don't draw attention to it because the judges know everyone gets it or whatever, yeah. or they might not have seen it. Yeah. If, you, if you screw something up, don't say anything. It is, yeah. And, you know, like that's actually a good point. It is part of the judging criteria for both our national finals and our and global finals mm. um, for, for world class is like composure and presentation yeah. skill. Yeah. So, you know, when we were mm. prepping for, for globals, you know, it, it, like – You've competed at national. You competed at nationals twice. Mm. You know, I know you get shaky hands. Um, so when we were like looking at how do we tackle the first challenge at globals, which was uh, number ten, we sort of went, okay, like what what physical technique can you do right. that isn't going to draw attention to this? Um, because yes, you are going to be shaky. So like, what can we do physically to? you know, hide it. Right. Um, and for that, you ended up stirring and, and throwing because it was less obvious that yeah. he, he was Bigger shaking. movements. Bigger less, movements. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, and, you know, the, even the vessel choice and stuff like that, it's all to sort of mask that's that, cool. that nerve yeah. and, and that's the sort of level of detail. Yeah. But that's that playing kind of to your strengths, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's it's knowing that, yes, like I'm a person that gets shaky or no, yeah. I'm not a person that gets shaky and then you sort of go, okay, how do we like then yeah. sort of... Uh, Retro uh, fix. Yeah, well, my, my hands are together right now because I get shaking. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll make you nervous. I'm nervous, you know. <laughs> uh, so that's, I mean, that's the pointy end of world class. That's the, yep. you know, you've gone through every stage. Uh, you're presenting in front of the world. 
how does the what are you doing with the Diageo Bar Academy Roadshow to get people in there well? Because you're also doing some sort of skills based stuff. Yeah. That isn't necessarily at the highest end. Yeah. Right? So I mean, the the funny thing about you know somebody like Eduardo, right, yeah. um, is that yes, you know, like last year he had a, a stellar year and he, he went all the way and he went to globals and that was great. But yeah. it, with with you, like your world class journey started what four or five years before that. Yeah. The first time you entered. Um, did you make top 100 the first time you entered? I don't think so. I did, but it took oh. me a long, okay. <laughs> a lot to, to make it. Whoa, 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 I did. <laughs> no, but it's, it is funny how you see your progress yeah. along the years. And yeah. it is true, like, the first year that I ever entered world class, like, I didn't sleep and everything. And I was lucky I had Luke Ashton and Charlie Ainsbury, who were previous world class winners, like, yeah. Yeah. training were, me. They were your bosses at uh, This yeah. Must Be The Place, right? Well, they were, like, not giving me anything. They were, like, <laughs> you need to find it yourself, like. Yeah. And they were, in a way, it was good, like, even to try stuff, like, they didn't make any face. I was, like, okay, I don't know if it's good or not. Yeah. And I had Elliot and Jake as well helping me, but it took me a long time to understand. And then when the competition finished. So it took you a long time to get to the, the drink that you wanted to make? Correct. Yeah. Like, and and then when I made Top 100, I feel like I'm, I'm I want this like already. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Like I can retire now, <laughs> but because yeah, there's a lot of like, I guess thought and process of how you make a balanced drink and like yeah. am I taking the criteria? So yeah. yeah, saying back to what you're saying, it's, it is true. Yeah, and you know, everyone enters this for the first time at some point, right? Mm. There's always somebody's first time doing it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm also really cognizant and, and the team, you know, the world-class team is really cognizant of where where Australia is at in terms of the hospitality industry. There's a lot of newcomers in the industry. There's a lot of young people in the industry. Yeah, well, is, is this a like a pandemic era thing? Because it's, cause that sort of obviously upset everything for a yeah. year or two there. Some people left the industry and then we had uh, problems trying to find staff yeah and that meant you had to like start hiring yeah. your staff and there's a combination of things right it's sort of a, a perfect storm yeah. of things that have culminated in in where we're at now yeah it doesn't mean that as, as an industry we're any you know less strong or we're any you know less incredible it just means it's different mm. so for us when we're sort of looking at a program like world class and and you know having the power to integrate Diageo Bar Academy in yeah means that we can go you know from first-time people from people that have never heard about it before yeah. through to, you know, people who may well go on and represent Australia at, at, in, at Shanghai in September. Mm. So part of it is, is yes, there's going to be um, some, you know, uh, some brand training, which is important for anyone wanting to do this kind of competition. Yeah. As much as it's a bartending competition, mm. it is still grounded in brands. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, from there we'll have, uh, you know, Orlando talking, talking through some technical things. Um, and f again, it's, technique without needing to spend $25,000 on a road of app. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's how do we refine those techniques and how do we, you know, tighten yeah. the screws on, on some of the things that are bread and bones for, yeah. for a lot of bartenders so that it is world-class. Bread and butter? Yeah. Bread and butter? <laughs> sure. Bread and butter. Yes. I heard that one before. Sorry. Have you not? I feel like I say it all the time. Um, and then, you know, like Eduardo is going to dive in and, and talk through, um, you know, how you integrate hospitality and, and storytelling and, yeah. and, and whatnot into both world class, but also into 
the day-to-day life, right? Mm. Uh, because well, it's what, something that can help you not just in a cocktail comp, but in absolutely. the way you're going about approaching a menu or uh, you know, I guess your own career. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, like that sort of carries all the way through to the end, right? If you do end up winning, hospitality is actually the key to doing well at world class, right? Uh, because you know, it's little touches like. Mm. How to set up your station, yeah. uh, which you know was part of your judging criteria, um, through to you know like hospitality. That was part of the judging criteria. How well, the judges mentioned it in their comments, so you know like even right. that five minutes of setup time, you know working clean, working organized, you know all so of these. So they're watching you already. They're watching everything. All of these like basic bar <laughs> skills. A lot of the time, yeah. people sort of go, "It's world class. It's not important." Right. But actually, it's the opposite is true. Yeah. It's world class. It's the most important time. That well, you, you, can, you do tend to have, you know, winners like Orlando Mazzo or uh, Eric Lorenz. Mm-hmm. Like you have some very big name, very good bartenders yeah. judging you. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, imagine the pressure of that must be intense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, what everyone is going through the same, I yeah. guess, level of, um, mm. I don't know, of judging criteria. Like it's this going to be intense and you have the best of the best judging you, which yeah. is, it's, it's hard. And it's also tricky because you don't really know how the bar is going to be setting up. They let you know before, yeah. but on the day you're like, you're thinking, where should I put this? Like thinking as well of how you prepare yourself. And that's, I think, important to remember, like you need to prepare and you can prepare in many different stations. So when you get yeah. there, it's like, it's a natural thing. Well, yeah. this is, but this is something you've learned over your career, how to, you know, get, mm. how to do your me's, I guess, to, to yeah. sort of make sure you have a good night. Yeah. And that's the sort of stuff you're going to be covering? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, unlike, you know, five years ago when you did it for the first time, yeah. like, we want to make sure that every bartender has as much access to the things that they need to do well. Right. Um, and, again, it's not just in the competition. It's in their careers. We want to make sure that we, we give people information as easily as we possibly can. Yeah. Roadshow is is the, the best uh, the best way to learn from the best. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it'll follow with like, there'll be a suite of resources that we'll send out. And, and there's there's a lot of training that will be a part of World Class this year that we haven't been able to do before. Right. Um, that, you know, thankfully, Diageo Bar Academy lets us lets us do. And when does the roadshow kick off? So it kicks off 29th of January in yeah. Sydney. Uh, we'll be in Brisbane on the 30th of January. Have you got venues locked in yet? or uh, They will be by the time this in. comes out. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> We will put them in a story. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they, they will be. Um, and then we'll be in, in Melbourne on the 5th of Feb uh, and Perth on the 6th of Feb. Yeah. We're going to live stream that Perth session for anyone oh, cool. that can't make uh, the, the other sessions. So you guys are getting to Perth. We are going to Perth. Oh, WA is going to be very happy about I, that. I, I'm, yeah. I'm quite aware. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, listen, for, for us, Perth is really important. There's so many exciting young bartenders out there. Yeah, it's um, often hard for some brands to get there. Uh, absolutely. It's a common complaint from bartenders from Perth, but it, like it is expensive to get there for yeah. a start, you know? You know, we would go to every um, city and town if if we possibly could. It's mm. it's not, you know, sustainable um, at this sort of level. Yeah. Um, you, you know, but that's why we want to open up the access as much as we can to, sure. to, you know, include that live stream. And there's element. a great bar scene in Perth, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So the, the live stream is going to be available for Wherever you happen to be. Wherever you are, you mm-hmm. can tune into the live stream. Okay, cool. Uh, the only, I guess, difference is that it will be harder to have one-on-one interactions at lunchtime with Eduardo and Orlando. <laughs> that's that's probably the only difference. You'll, you'll have multiple FaceTime calls coming yeah, in probably. over your phone. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. If anyone wants to know Eduardo's phone number, no, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you're booking your calendar dates. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you get lots of meeting requests. Uh, yeah. Um, what are you most looking forward to about this year, Kate, with World Class? Mm. 
Good question. Uh, they all are. They're though. all good I questions, know. Kate. I, I, I made the joke. I got in before you could make the joke. Um, I'm always excited to see the breadth and depth of the Australian industry. Yeah. What I love, what brings me the most joy about world class is seeing people that are new to it uh, really give it a go and mm. really try and extend themselves. Uh, and for a lot of people, you know, this is the first interaction they have with with a program like this. For a lot of people, you know, they they put a lot of importance on it, which I think is really lovely. But mm. for me, it's it's just so exciting to see people get excited about you know pulling a drink together. Yeah. Um, just just to begin with, and you know, sometimes there's there's people that just come out of the woodwork and, and surprise you. Yeah. Um, you know, Andy Bully is, is what, 22 years old and, and it was her first time entering uh, world class last year and, and she made it through to the top five. She so went through the top five. She, she did, also absolutely. had a shoulder injury or something. Yeah, she, yeah. she dislocated her shoulder the day before but national still finals. still did the finals. Absolutely. Yeah. And Amazing. You, you know, like you, you see people <laughs> like that and it, she's a, a rare example of somebody that does sort of make it to the, to the end, right? Yeah. But there's so, there's like hundreds of bartenders year on year yeah. that maybe don't necessarily make it there, but you just see them like their worlds expand and their minds expand and their technical and, and, and you know, the network skills reach expands it's, as it's well. It's great. You know? And then yeah. they, you know, they become excited by things that they weren't excited about before this. And, and that for me is, is great. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, going through and judging things and stuff, it's super fun. But for me, it's more about that. Like mm. when you see that spark in yeah. people's eyes, that's where you know you've made it. Yeah. yeah. And now you, I'm, I'm going to guess that you'll probably be involved in the judging yeah. this year. Yeah. So <laughs> Is that a gonna... nice change for you? Yeah. <laughs> I still get nervous though. Like, like, I mean, I, what are you nervous for? You don't have to do anything. <laughs> no, I, I think I put myself in the, like I've been in that position. So yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I've seen a couple of competitions now from the other side. I'm still like, I cannot see this. I need to move somewhere else. Yeah. It's I mean, still, you still get nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a good thing. I think like, Obviously, that's the last part of the of, of the. Yeah, will you be judging the entry round with yeah. us? Um, so the entry round, we always judge uh, blind, and mm. we always judge it on paper. So. So that and that's going through what the recipe and any stories. It'll go through recipe and storytelling. So once we announce our challenge uh, on February twelfth, yeah. or if you come to Rocho, you'll find out early, so you'll ah, get a head start. Okay. Uh, so right. you know, a week, two weeks. <laughs> at of the head very start. least, very least, catch the live stream. Yeah, at the very <laughs> least, uh, if you tune in, you'll at least get a head start on the actual entry challenge. Right. Um, but you know, we always judge it blind. We always judge it um, on paper. Eduardo will be joining us for that process this year yeah. um, which will be really fun i think yeah um and then he'll he'll be back to judge uh national finals with us as well exciting stuff yeah okay. so we don't know what the challenge is yet but that comes out on the 12th i mean i do but well, <laughs> i'm talking about we and yeah, the, no, me no. and the audience <laughs> no. we don't know no not just yet um yet yeah, we'll we'll give the first sort of announcement of it at um at roadshow yeah uh, and then we'll do the official sort of launch where we run through the judging criteria on february 12th okay, so if cool. you're registered for roadshow You'll get uh, you'll get a, a email about yeah. um, that that announcement as well. What is it about world class? I mean, well, I guess maybe the strength I think that world class has is you've got now quite a long history of the competition going. Obviously, it changes a little bit over the years as you would. Yeah. Uh, but you've got a, I mean, a, like just the Australian national winners is a who's who of bartending royalty. It's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty damn good. <laughs> I, I noticed some other brands will do comps, but then they don't keep them for that length of time. What it, what comes from that long history that you think 
makes world class. Yeah, world I mean, class. it's world class. This is the fifteenth year of world class, yeah. um, which is pretty wild, yeah. really, when you think about it. It's the thirteenth year that we've run it here in Australia. Yeah, um, I think you know part of it is that that heritage aspects of it right it's almost like, like the world cup of cocktail absolutely pops, right? i mean we always <laughs> yeah. say it's it's like the the world championships of bartending yeah um and you know but part of it is like the the insane amount of opportunity that it brings regardless of what you sort of do within world class i mean yeah. like i never won world class and now i run it you know yeah. so uh, that's that opportunity i would never have had had i not competed in world what was your best result in world class Top 100. I always lost lost uh, lost steam once I got to top 100. Oh really? Well, it always used to fall when when I would be really busy opening a venue or something, and yeah, so okay. it just uh, it just the timing never quite worked. I for mean, me. I think he, he opened a venue yeah, last year with Alfredo Sanchez. This is why Sanchez. he won it, and I didn't. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, this is why he he won and not me. Okay. Uh, no, but you know, like there's there's so much opportunity and the amount of times like I've read articles on the internet in the last year where you know there's been a new venue opening or mm. you know a venue's doing something and they talk about the bar and they preface it with you know world class uh, top 100 or part of the top 100 world class yeah. you know bartender cohort for 2023 is yeah. you know X Y Z who's doing cocktails yeah. like that's awesome. And I'm sure, you know, Eduardo, you're probably the same. I remember when I was young and the first time I had sort of that, that you know, online yeah. or in print about me. And it's just like, it's just cool, right? Well, it's, it's something that whenever the top 100 comes out, I always go through the list of names on there because obviously there's a bunch of names I know, but then I'm like, okay, yeah. who's this person from this bar? I'm like, okay, that's someone for me to keep an eye on in my coverage Ab is what I do. Absolutely. So you know, it is it's, useful. It's big and, and yeah. it really does like, it, again, regardless of where you get to, it really does change the course of your career. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's probably the biggest part. And when you see these global winners, like it, it has inherently changed the courses of their yeah. lives. Yeah. Um, you know, like Orlando, he probably always would have done what he's doing now with, with his company. Company. Yeah, uh, but but it gives it a spur along the it, way, right? Absolutely, might have it, knocked a few years off the journey. Yeah, well, and and it, it gives it a different sort of legitimacy, you know, and it gives yeah. it a different sort of stamp yeah. of approval. Yeah. Um, you know, in the same way, I mean, like Eduardo would have always opened. Uh, Primo and, and he would have always run it and it would have always been amazing but now there's this extra sort of feather in, in that venue's cap and, and it's something yeah. that then you know helps bolster that venue right do you, do, you, do you find that experience helps you when you're hiring staff for the venues as well um, like in that, so. in that they want to work somewhere where yeah, they've I, got enough, like a absolutely <laughs> I think it does like I mean yeah people feels more like oh like you know I want to be part of this Group mm. of people that are like, mm. and they have this. Like, I know it's hard for you place. to talk about it because you're quite a humble guy. <laughs> so it's probably, you're probably the wrong person to ask. People, people want to work with you though, and that's, that's you know, that's that's cool because you've got yeah. knowledge and expertise to share. Yeah, and then having that title oh, on, it, on the shelf true. is pretty good too. But I can, it's funny because when people that come out, want to work with us, and I feel like, oh, these titles, and I said, yeah, but we start from the basics, and like, yeah. it's a good way. But then that's why we have a pre amazing team at Primo because they all get it and they understand mm. and say, okay, this is what we need to do. Yeah. And like, it's a good, I guess, and combination. And to be honest, that's kind of what what class is about anyway, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's sort of what we, we've sort of spoken around, but it is like yeah. doing the basics really, really well yeah. and yeah. then elevating where we can, right? Like, you know, it's not the, it's not necessarily the most complex and esoteric um, you know, bartending technique, skills, storytelling that wins. Mm. Um, in fact, it's usually the opposite. 
Well, you mentioned hospitality, and I think that's yeah. that's yeah. something he's got in spades, Eduardo. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> like Orlando as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, even you know the the little things like um, like at Globals, he had a bottle of sparkling water and still water, and as he was setting up, you know, it'd be like. Would you prefer still or sparkling water? Nice. You know, and it's it's those touches again, and, and that's part of why we're doing such a big education push. It's part of that 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 is world class. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's not, little details. Yeah, it's not about how many times you know you, you dove into the, the lab. True. It's it's yeah. you know, did he offer still or sparkling water, and were the coasters <laughs> on the table? Hundred percent. You know, that's that's yeah. what makes it world class. It's those little things that people remember. Yeah, right? yeah, hundred percent. I, I probably don't remember the the recipes. Yeah, you know, right, but. Well, yeah. it, the, the way you feel when you're sat at the bar, whether it's a judging table or in someone's yeah. venue, mm. that's what matters. Absolutely. I think that's something important to like remind anyone who's entering that, yeah, like it's the drink is important, like the aesthetics of the drink is important, but in the end, like if you make it, it's like you're making it to someone that will come to your bar. Or, like, mm. I mean, people will remember more the experience and like, mm. you know, the guy was so nice, or like this girl served me and it was incredible. Yeah. And the drink is, important to a certain level but then that extra of like oh, man this guy went like beyond like oh you only serve tequila at this bar but i'm gonna make you a gin and tonic because that's what you want right like, yeah i think that's something that you need to always remember when you're doing this something i learned at least like yeah. Yeah. the hospitality part of it it's yeah. super important you can have the most elevated um cocktail and you age yeah. for whatever time but like if maybe you didn't engage as much because you were probably nervous or you were not having fun, then yeah. it's, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna affect your your uh, I guess experience a little bit or yeah. the experience of the judges. So I mean, it's easier said than done, but like especially when you're a bit nervous, but well, it, it's it like is a, important. The old thing, right? Like you go back to bars for good service, mm. you don't go back to bars for good drinks. Like yeah. it's kind of exactly the same. And, and yeah. again, that's you know that's why we're we're so committed to bringing as many people as we can in front of people like. Eduardo mm. and Orlando uh, at Roadshow to yeah. remember that. Like yeah. that's, and, and that's, you know, really at the heart of what, what these guys are going to be doing. Like, yeah, Orlando will be demonstrating some awesome techniques, but at the end of the day, it's to make a drink that isn't going to be esoteric and weird. And, you know, it's to yeah. make something that's delicious. Delicious. And then, you know, and follow it up with, experience. with Orlando, uh, with Eduardo, sorry, uh, you know, telling them how to, implement hospitality into into presenting and that's that's what it all boils down to really. can you give me a quick preview of maybe what you'll be talking about maybe one it's tip the, or advice the tap on dance. hospitality yeah. tell them about the tap dance i'm just kidding there's no tap dance <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's just like obviously on the on the road show we're going to be talking specifically about like like where to start i guess like because a lot of people is like they get the brief it's like okay like what do i need to do yeah and i feel like a lot of times i was one of them too as well when you don't know and there's no direction, you right away think about the brand, which is, yes, an important element, but there's many other things like like thinking out of the box, like what is trendy, um, also flavors and combinations, like how can I pair it and starting from things that you know. Yeah. I mean, I only talk by experience, but I think that's a good starting point. For but me. starting from things that you know, yeah. I think that's great advice. And then yeah. it's like, okay, because then you know, like I know this and these two are gonna work. And yeah. then how can I use this with, with the brand that I, I'm choosing? Uh, obviously, research about the brand is important. Uh, put in effort, and I think like that's the key. Like a lot of people ask me, oh, "How do you make it?" It's like, well, I put the work. You know, like it's mm. 
it wasn't good right away to me. To it's me not, nothing's handed to you, right? right? It's, well, yeah. I mean, we're trying to hand as much as we possibly yeah. can yeah. to people. <laughs> that is a good point. But, you know, like, you know, to that point, one of the best things that, that we sort of say is like, it's, you can know stuff before you know stuff, right? Mm. So like, you know, there's, there's so much stuff around like, you know, trending techniques or trending, um, trending styles. There's so much stuff around like, you know, where to find inspiration from. And it's about giving those resources. Mm. Uh, you know, all that stuff exists in Diyashivarika. So it's like finding a way to connect those resources right. with, with people in a very practical way, I think. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, okay. So this, the drinks at work question, I've asked you this on the podcast oh, yeah. before. Cool. So I'm going to go with Eduardo on this one. What, um, actually, well, we can go back we to you go, as well. well yeah, okay. It might have changed. It might have changed. That's <laughs> it. Know. That's it. So uh, what, do you, what do you look for in a great bar? But then also, probably more importantly, what makes you happy in a bar? I really like when I have like a very authentic experience. That makes it like when you get there, like not knowing anything. And then there's like a real connection. Like, guys, this is your first time here. Um, yes, perfect. Let me go through the menu. Like, the, like when they actually take the time to like mm. explain you why they're doing things. And like, it was like, mm. how many bars exist? A million, right? <laughs> But then why is this different? And like, why does this bar exist? Correct. And like, yeah. when it's like, okay, that's cool. And yeah. I, I like that because only know, only they know like what they're doing the things. And then you can really tell when someone is passionate or when someone is just like, you know, pretending, and even in pretending, but they're good at it. And they feel like, you <laughs> yeah. know, I'm doing my job. I'm like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I think that's really hard. It's easier said than actually done. Yeah. That's what makes me good. Because I think nowadays we can find amazing beautiful bars and everything and the drinks can be amazing but you get great drinks at the corner pub these days oh, absolutely. Cocktails down there. but if yeah. the experience is not elevated with those aspects then it's like i don't know like I, I guess like for me that going extra layer like if you see people like having a good time and like asking for simple things are you guys celebrating anything you know like yeah for me that makes the difference like, you, it sounds like you really yeah. want want to be you know hosted and Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah, you, rem into they, it. you remember those things. I remember when I went to this bar, like... They did this thing for me. Yeah. And I think that's better than any other, like, word of mouth is always the best way to mark. I said, yeah. I went to this bar in Sydney and they did this for me. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I think, for example, maybe Sam is really good at it. Like, they do the tequila some good. And I said, yeah. yeah, it's great. You remember that. They know they'll do it with a smile. It's, a, it's a stuff that you'll tell people the next day, right? Correct. Oh, I was at this bar last night yeah. and they did this crazy thing. <laughs> this and, wild yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. You, should, you should definitely go check it out. So yeah. for me, it's that. It's the, the going one step further to make people feel happy. Yeah. But really wanting to do it. If you are not having a great day, don't do it. But <laughs> do it when you want to do it. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So for me, that the bar has to be like... Like the people that work at the bar have to be an extension of the bar, like that yeah. philosophy of whatever they're doing. Yeah. But they they need to do it because they want to do it. And that's what I remember when I got to us. Like I had a great experience because these guys really took the time to And then uh, and then you say that bar's about this because these people made me feel correct. this way. You yeah. kinda yeah. And not, not everyone has to be loud and fun. Like you can go and it can be simple things like about a martini and like how do you want it? Like yeah, and really like do you like the gene? If it's not good, I can change it for you. Yeah, those, yeah. You know, you don't need to do... Just go in that extra mile. Right? It's yeah, just yeah. simple things, you know? Yeah. Like, I think those things are, like, important and those details. And, like, it goes back to, like, world-class hospitality or service. Like, yeah. he mm -hmm. is paying attention. She is paying attention to what's happening. Yeah. And I think it's really good to see in bars. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. Well, what, when you're a guest, it means that you can sort of switch off because... You don't have to worry because someone's looking out for you and everything. You know, yeah. If you duck to the bathroom, they put the drink in the freezer, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And Kate, mm. 
Um, I like it when Eduardo's behind the bar. Um, that's, that's <laughs> What's the mark of a great bar? Eduardo. <laughs> Eduardo's pretty good. Um, no, <laughs> I do like it, but it's not my actual answer. Um, I, I, I mean, listen, like you've kind of said it already and, and I remember the answer that I gave now that you've asked the question. Yeah. Um, but it is, yeah, it is people that at least seem like they want to be there. Yeah. Um, I think is is a big, big thing, right? Um, and, you know, it, it's, again, those little touches. It's like clean glassware. It's a coaster down on the table or like not if that's the, the style of the bar, but it's it's an experience that fe- feels seamless. Mm. Um, and, you know, like you said, like you're being hosted. Um, that that for me is, is great. You know, like I don't need a fanfare when I walk into a bar, but I, I love going somewhere and being like, I actually don't have to stress about anything. Yeah. I can just like enjoy myself. Yeah. yeah, while I like read my book or talk to my friend or yeah. you know uh, answer emails on my phone, like uh, <laughs> or you know talk to the bartenders. Like That's I can, it. I can actually, I'm not like in want, I guess. Yeah, um, so yeah. There's nothing worse than having to look around to get served or something because yeah. then it feels like, hey, am I in charge of my experience here? Yeah, you know, you want to be taken care of. I think. Yeah. yeah, I actually had a great experience the other day. I went into a bar that I hadn't been into before. Yeah, um, and I was sort of like sitting down and having a bit of a look around and stuff, and you know the the person came up and was like oh um you know is everything okay i was like yeah i'm just looking around it's like it's just a cool space and they were like let's take you for a tour oh and, wow. you know they took me around and they you know they they didn't know who i am what i do yeah uh, but you know that for me was awesome because i was just like oh yeah it's a cool space and most people would just go yeah and and move on right <laughs> um but but you know this person sort of took that took the time out and went oh yeah and you know in this room you know this is kind of the thing and yeah you know on fridays we do this here and i'm like cool a little bit of Just like a, it's caring care yeah. and it's like it speaks so much to the bartender absolutely but to the venue like i i just think it's awesome mm, yeah. wonderful okay well i'm very excited to see uh what comes about from the from the Diageo Bar Academy Roadshow and from World Class this year. Should be exciting stuff. Yeah, Eduardo has to spend heaps more time with me, so. (laughs) 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 Thanks for joining me on Drinks at Work. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you to Kate and Eduardo again for the chat. I hope you found that as interesting as I did. Remember, if you're wanting to enter World Class Australia this year, I really encourage you to do so. The Diageo Bar Academy Roadshow kicks off next week on Monday the 29th of January in Sydney. Tuesday 30th in Brisbane, in Melbourne on Monday the 5th of February, on the 6th in Perth, and then also on the 6th, there'll be a live stream too. So no matter where you are, you can get the tips and advice that Orlando, Eduardo, Kate will give you. You'll also want to enter your details to register for the Diageo Bar Academy newsletter. That's gonna be a big help as well. And that's how you'll know when the first challenge is announced on February 12th. Okay, until next time, this has been Drinks at Work from Boothby.